You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. So, I have a question. Have you ever wanted to get into comics, but you just didn't know where to start? Well, welcome to Comics Quest. I'm JD Martin, and every week I sit down with a guest to talk a comic that I think anybody can pick up and start their comics reading journey. We take a look at psychedelic sci-fi, fantastical action, heart-wrenching love stories, and of course, superheroes. So check us out at CertainPOV.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back for another issue of Imagine If. This week, we are finally going to do it. We're going to talk about Black Widow 2021. Uh, it's been two weeks. It's been out for, well, it's been out for longer than two weeks. So uh, I feel like spoilers are on the table. If you haven't seen it yet, you've had plenty of time. But if you haven't, pause the pause the podcast, go watch it, come back, listen to us again. Yeah, comrade. All is good. We talk <laughs> Widow now. <laughs> In Russia, you watch movie. You listen movie to podcast shows. Yeah. <laughs> podcast you make, then you make movie as well. Uh, that's right. Chris is here with me, and we're going to be talking about Black Widow 2021, the return of the MCU film. To the big screen. To the big screen. We've had little mini Marvels, <laughs> and they've been great. <laughs> Chris is going to do that accent throughout the whole <laughs> podcast, so be prepared. Why did our numbers drop? <laughs> it's all those Russian bots are like, we don't appreciate yeah. this. I am offended. <laughs> uh, but as always, before we get to our main topic, we're going to talk about, well, comic books, because that's why we're here. We're going to talk about what is new on the Spinner Rack for a new comic book day. Yep. All right. So you go to your local comic shop and you decide to take a look. Go on Tuesday. Why? Because that's all the brand new DC books. So we will be getting an Action Comics Annual 2021 by Philip Kennedy Johnson. So he is doing some major stuff there. Um, and from the looks of this cover, I think we're going to be exploring the House of L. Maybe the past, potentially the future, considering future state was a big thing. Uh, so definitely this ties into his series. He's been doing a lot of stuff on action and Superman. So if you want to get some of the new mystery points, I would say definitely check it out. What I mean, what, what am I looking at here on this cover? So if you look at, well, this one, so we've got the cover B, and this is more the, uh, so cover B by Valentin Delandro. Uh, this is like... I kind of call these the character design ones. Like, you know, they give you a nice profile shot, an action shot of characters. Um, oh, that's all one character? Oh, no, that's multiple characters. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, if, if you go over to um, the, the, there you go, right there. Uh, this one shows us, so, <laughs> yeah, you guys can see that. Uh, Scott Gold, Goldelsky's uh, regular cover, we see some of the characters from the Superman lineage that we saw in Future State. So I'm not entirely 100% sure who they are because I didn't read them. I skimmed it. But this is like, you know, this is these are the, the ancestors past uh, Jonathan Kent. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, you mean Descendants. There we go. That's right. Okay. I forgot my timeline. <laughs> uh, the character that's in the background right there, and this is how out of touch I am with reading comics and or more recent comics. Uh, the character in the background right there with the hood and the, and the eye. Uh -huh. Is that the same Jor-El that was keeping Tim Drake 
captive? No, nobody knows what happened with that. Uh, okay, that so was that- just kind of a plot line that went up in the air. This is actually it's a big reveal. And again, if you, you had read Future State, and I'm so ticked at myself because I like I said I flipped through this. Oh man, I don't think it's Jonathan Kent, but it's like. Like, this is the person in the Superman family who went rogue. Oh, okay. And they were the one that, like, almost made it to a point where, like, the Superman shield meant hope. Now it meant fear. That type of thing. So, yeah, just playing along that. Um, But this is another big... So, moving along, one of my big picks that I'm excited for. Blue and gold number one. Yes, it's finally here. And it is being done by Dan Jurgens and Ryan Sook. Um this is going to be interesting because Dan's kind of talked about resurrections uh, because Booster Gold is very much outside of like, I mean, who knows if he went from post-crisis to New 52 to Rebirth and like was like, I stayed me the whole time. (laughs) I know you all changed, but I'm still me. I mean, who knows? Uh, But Ted Kord, you know, he got killed in pre-crisis or sorry in post-crisis uh then he was turned into a young teenager during um uh, new 52, 52 yeah and then in rebirth it's hey he's alive and we're not explaining how that <laughs> happened and i'm okay with it i mean i would love as 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 somebody who aspires to be a writer i would love to be given that challenge how did ted cord survive but he he remembers being shot by uh yes but again that's just tom king being like whoop it you know he was in crisis you know but you bring up a very valid point it's like well how does a man remember how he dies but doesn't remember how he came back (laughs) you know it's it is it's so dan's kind of hinted that he might be touching that i hope he does i hope he tackles that i think that'd be great uh but you know bros before heroes this is gonna be exciting go ahead what's the year that uh booster goals from again oh my god like uh two years ago because the future is Beyond us, no. That's uh, what I was. That's actually what I was going to get at. What do we? What happens when we get to the point where we're in the timeline that or the time year that Booster Gold is actually from that he's supposed to have traveled from? Yeah, I feel Uh, like it's like twenty five something. It's something like that. Yeah, it's. Let me see if I can get you an exact one. And even then, I I hope Dan Jurgens was smart enough to be like, I'm not stating. We just know that he's from the future. Isn't he supposed to be? 25th century the 25th century yeah so because he's got to be further out than the legion because he uses a legion ring and a legion time bubble yeah like they're supposed to be casually there so he's got to be to the point where they're willing to be like yeah let's put these amazing artifacts on display Mm -hmm. okay some janitor to so it's gonna be a while before we get to that point yeah but anyway so yes uh this is gonna be a if i remember correctly i think it's an eight-part mini series um both covers are very interesting um I got to, I, I I didn't review it, but I did sneak peek it. So I will tell you this: it's fun, but it's also a little boring. Uh, <laughs> this is you know this is the talking issue. There's going to be a lot of Set setup, up. so yeah. you'll you'll just have to see what's going on there. Uh, Catwoman issue 33 will be out, and if I'm looking at that correctly, I think Catwoman is making some time with. Uh, Oh my God! What do they call him, Father Azrael or something like that? But oh, Father Dumas. Yeah, Father Dumas. So yeah. uh, he's going to be a, an upcoming villain. Or is there. it Father Valley? You know what? I think you're right. I think it's Father Valley. Yeah. That's what yeah, it is. So yeah. uh, there's going to be something that plays up over there. What is more interesting, though, is on the variant cover, we have Poison Ivy. So how will she be tying into this book? What's going to be happening there? So that's going to bring up some questions. Flash issue 772 will be out. Wally West has been redeemed. And now it's time to go be a superhero. And it looks like he's going to be going up against Heat Wave Heat to see Wave. what's going on over there. Nick Rory. Yeah. 
So. There's not been a second heat wave. Is there? I don't believe so. I think we've only had the one. Not like Mirror Master. Yeah, I think Mirror Master and Pied Piper. Nope, Pied Piper's always been Pied Piper. Really. Uh, yeah. It was uh, Alex Walker. So Trickster? Prankster? Yeah, Trickster. that's right. They had the kid. But the kid, they got rid of him. They were like, yeah, we don't. Because <laughs> what, what's the what's the famous thief of the Western days? So it's Jesse James. It's James yeah, Jesse. Yeah, James Jesse. And then so we had the kid Axel Walker. Axel, Axel Walker, yeah. yeah. he was he was definitely an Axel, all right. <laughs> Did he get hit by a car? Oh, no. Oh, he, an Axel, like an a-hole? Yeah. Oh, okay, hey. got you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so we'll just leave that joke in the past. <laughs> Booster, fix that for me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, so yeah, so we're, we're definitely excited about that. Um, next up, we've got Justice League issue 65. So... Uh, I love this cover because I think Dinah is going to start catching on to Checkmate. So she's probably not going to be happy that Ollie's been uh, been uh, keeping secrets from her. So I'm very, ex- uh, very excited to see what's going to happen there. But I'm so bummed because, like, Bendis gave us the Illuminati. And I think that's one of the coolest Marvel teams because it's got a little sampling of everybody. You know, yeah, you got a little Inhuman, you got a little Mutant. They're all in there. I want a DC one. But it's like... Uh, you know, like, do I go as far back as Identity Crisis, and do I take the Secret League, the one that's willing to brainwash you? Uh, do I use the new Totality team, Justice League Totality? I I don't like the fact that there's too many villains on that team. Um, and then Checkmate, like you know, like Green Arrow and all these other master detectives, <laughs> and they needed Green Arrow, but they're all there. And I just I don't I feel like that's gonna be like the League of you know, uh, Charlie's with his, his puzzle map string theory. You know? <laughs> so I just, I keep hoping maybe Bendis will give me some kind of cool team, but yeah, we'll see there. We'll so. see. But yeah, fans of checkmate, uh, definitely make sure you pick up this issue. Cause I'm sure it'll cross over. And we've got ourselves some legends of the dark Knight issue three, some in continuity, out of continuity tales. Who knows? It's all just fun. So if you are fans of the Joker's daughter, definitely check her out. Cause it looks like she's right there on that main cover by Derek Robertson. And then even then, Legends of the Dark Knight is getting three variant covers, so definitely check that out. Uh, This is pretty fun. So Nightwing has been doing amazing. So issue 81 is going back to reprint, and it's got very much a 1980s pretty in pink cover. Mm. Um, Just it's 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 pretty wild. I I love the simplicity of it. I love the color popping. and I, I, I am interested, so the fact that Tim Drake's on the cover is fun, but I love the fact that now when they refer to him, they're not ready to call him just Robin yet. So we're not Red Robin, we're not the Drake, but we don't know what to call him. So they're always like, oh, Tim Drake guest stars. <laughs> so is it literally like uh, the only difference between, the, the only way to differentiate between Damien and, and Tim now is like the inside the cover of, or the inside color of the of the cape? Pretty much. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's those, you know, character aspects to it. It's kind of like the Flash, you know, Barry and Wally essentially have the same costume. But if you look at the lightning bolts, so Barry's is a continual bolt. Wally's is two bolts that converge in the center. Right. Uh, Barry has wingtips on his boots. Wally doesn't. Uh, The the different arcs in the lightning bolt well they've changed that originally they were the same because you don't want to lose that logo that you've copyrighted but then yeah once we got flash rebirth and they were like oh well let's just do it 
it's got like a, the a two zigzag, points. yeah, like a, a tri point inside. Now it's the two points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's those subtle little things. So like they were playing with the idea, and I noticed they've dropped it because it used to be a double R for the Red on, Robin. Yeah, for on Tim Drake's, but then it's like ah, he's just Robin. So get <laughs> just, rid of. We that, just have two know? Robins in the world. Yeah, we just have two Robins. But hey, I'm I'm cool with it, man. I mean, you know. I somebody can say Spider Man, and all I gotta do is look at the costume and be like, "Oh, that's Miles, or that's Peter, or maybe it's Ben." Hey, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, if you want to support some Nightwing, definitely go out, pick up that second cover, uh, and then do yourself a favor. Make sure you go and pick up issue eighty-two because if you read issue eighty-one, it was insane. That last page reveal where we discover. Oh, heck with it. I'm going to say Melinda Zuko has captured Nightwing and unmasked him. And he's like, oh, and she's like, no, I, I know who you are, Dick. I'm your sister. What? what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we didn't plan that. Um, so in, in issue 82, she goes into the details and she's like, here's how I'm your sister. Here's how it all works. And it's it it was great uh, because... I, so I shameless plug, go check out my review of this. Um, but I, I love this because I've been around to see Barry Allen get a twin brother in Thawne. Uh, I've been around to see uh, Daredevil. Now his twin brother exists. I've seen Spider-Man get a, twi- say, a sister, sister with yeah. Teresa. And now Dick Grayson's getting a sister. So it's like, okay. And for the most part, I've liked most of them. Um, I enjoyed Thawne. I I'm I'm I can't wait till Mike gets more play. Teresa, I can't wait till Marvel decides <laughs> is she really a Parker or not. Uh, and I don't want to spend a lot of time bashing Nick Spencer, but as they've told us, get off the pot arch, you know, yeah. so do something. <laughs> uh, but I'm very excited here because Tom Taylor laid it out. Like, so here we go. Why is there? Why did 81 and 82 come out in the same week? So 81 was out last month. Uh, it did so well. And it makes perfect sense because obviously, like, because even Tom Taylor was kind of like, hey, you know, be careful what you're saying when you're doing your reviews and stuff like that. Because uh, if I remember correctly, I think 81, we got to put it out early. So that was the big reveal. That's the big hot spot issue. And since they're putting out the conclusion to it, yeah, why not put the the second print? That way people who missed out are going to go and buy. Because right now, like, I don't know if you're watching the secondary market. Holy crap. Books are expensive. <laughs> like, I bought Daredevil, like Chip Zardaski's run. I bought the second printing cover just because I liked it. And then luckily, once Tom Taylor took over Nightwing, I think issue 78, they did a second printing and I got it. And I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to set the two of them together because they're, you know, they're character posters. You know, it's like, hey, why am I going to buy posters when I got comic book covers? And I couldn't find my Daredevil. So I thought about being lazy. I'll just buy one off eBay, right? Not so 60 much. bucks, <laughs> 60 bucks for a second printing. I remember when second printings were like a damnation on you. Like what? <laughs> How dare you give me a second printing? Not this so is garbage. Anymore. Now they're almost. And if I got them CGC, oh my God, they'd be even crazier. So <laughs> one of these years, maybe hopefully, but yeah. So anyways, pick up Nightwing. I cannot say enough about it. It's fantastic. We are getting a brand new volume of Shazam. Shazam number one by Tim Sheridan. So if you want to find out what's going on, with Red X, Billy Batson, the Teen Titans, and Shazam. Definitely pick this book up. I'm curious myself because if the rumors are true that Billy Batson is Red X, 
then who is Shazam and what's going on? That's so crazy. this is something wild. Uh, or maybe this is the missing piece that tells us why Billy had to do what he had to do. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow issue two will be out. So if you want to see Tom King take Kara and just put her on a bizarre adventure, then invest in a year and see what happens. <laughs> now, how does this tie into the fact that he was a CIA analyst? Like that's usually a lot of his stories have something to oh. do with like government espionage and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, well, maybe you play up the fact that she's undercover. I mean, she? I, I think so. I don't think this is... I, again, I skimmed through it because I wasn't reading and I don't normally read Supergirl, but like, major spoiler, sure. he kills her in the first issue. Oh. Like, well, she's just dead and you're how, like, wait, why? How do you get, get to issue two then? Yeah, so, but, you know, they play that stuff. Nothing is real. Everything is real, you know, um, but I think that's what's going to happen. I think this is an off-world adventure, so it's kind of like, okay, you know, this could lend itself to him being overseas, a stranger in a strange land, so that's how I kind of see that one playing out. But we'll see. Um, 12 months from now, let's revisit that. <laughs> uh, Superman and the Authority number one, Grant Morrison, they have decided to come back to comics and they are going after Superman. So this is going to be crazy because when you look at this, like Superman's got gray hair. He's not wearing your traditional costume. He's got the Kingdom Come logo. Like what is going on? And to throw even more monkey wrenches into this in the preview, right? Superman is talking to John F. Kennedy. Oh. And John F. Kennedy is like, I need you to take care of things. Like, I want I want you to, to band the superheroes together. And I don't want you to get in man's way because, I, you know, we need to prosper as a race. But I want you there. I want you to take care of stuff. And it's even like, do you want me to come to Dallas, Mr. President? No, it'll, it'll you know, it's like, whoa. Like, this is not just like, oh, some random John F. Kennedy. No, this is the 1963 JFK. And so... Like Grant's always got wild ideas, so I'm very curious to see what they're planning to do. I, I think I honestly need to go pick this up. Like The Authority was a book that I really enjoyed. So uh, to see Superman and well, the last time Superman went up against the Authority, which was then called the Elite, because they were like, you know, DC Comics was like, well, you know, there's a reason <laughs> why Superman, like the Authority, wouldn't work against Superman, like because it's different. It's different storytelling and stuff like that. So they needed to show. Uh, but like, I like this. This is, I, I mean, I'm a, I was always a big fan of the authority. I mean, obviously now Wildstorm has been integrated into DC yes. more like, cause you've got Midnighter and Apollo just hanging out, uh, you know, with the justice league, so to speak, uh, just to see what this, what this is. I, I might need to go pick this up. Oh, and with Mikhail Jane and art, it's even better. You'll recognize some of his art. Uh, from Batman. He was okay. one of the interior artists. So like, it's definitely a win, win, win. Um, so that is your assignment because I want to be invested and learn about it. But at the same time, I could care less about the authority. But if you look, uh, luckily this cover B, the Brian Hitch variant, um, you'll notice, oh, what was that British guy? Because he was Manchester from Manchester Black. There we go. Manchester Black. So he's in this. So he was the equivalent to uh, what was her name in the authority? Uh, something not quantum. It was I forget what it was. <laughs> I, Jenny Sparks. Okay, Jenny. Sparks. Because the newer version of her that came out in the year two thousand was Jenny Quantum. Like because she was born in nineteen oh oh, she was Jenny Sparks because it was industrial age and electricity was a big thing. So she was the 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 Jenny of that millennium. Okay, and now we're two thousand. We're getting into more different type of science quantum was the thing but so she was even more powerful okay that's pretty cool um 
but yeah, she was he was supposed to be the version of her instead of having electrical powers, he was he had mind powers and Manchester Black was the English version of the you know, DC version of her. Anyways, he was a dick. He was a <laughs> dick. Yes. And he was not too long ago was seen in uh Superman when he tried to corrupt Jonathan Kent. That's right. I forgot about that. He did. He popped up over there. Old when Pete they were li- when they were living in not Smallville, some upstate yeah, right. New York <laughs> fucking farm uh or whatever so there you go uh i yeah it, if, i'll see if i can go find that somewhere but yeah that brian hitch co- cover I, I really dig that yeah it's 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 interesting like and even people are already asking like how does this fit into continuity that's a great question <laughs> it doesn't it's yeah, the, it's, it's the, the omniverse it's the, it's, no you know? not the omniverse the metaverse right <laughs> metaverse well we've got so many names we got the linear verse from that generations tale not the generations with john Byrne, but a different one right uh we have the omniverse from death metal that's right we have the metaverse as brought up by uh, doomsday clock doomsday clock so it's like even they've like we don't know what we want to call this matter. thing. <laughs> it's just comic books now. Yep. It's just, it's just, we re, it's, it's pre crisis on infinite earth and just like, Hey, we're going to tell whatever story we want. We'll decide later if it, if it exists in, in any continuity, if the sales are good enough, then it counts. And you know what? <laughs> I can't blame them. Like the only person that's really hurting is like the one couple of people. <laughs> <laughs> but you love stories. Yeah, no, I can get past that. Like, I, I, I love stories, but I love it even more when it all comes together. But I mean, I will never dismiss All-Star Superman, even though it doesn't fit in with, exactly. you know, the whole shebang of everything. But if, there are little nuggets that do fit in, right? Like the, the unknown Superman or the... Uh, yeah, well, it ties into like Grant's trilogy in reverse Superman. So right. like it harkens back to... Um, DC 1 million, it gets referenced in action comics, you know, and even then, like a buddy of mine was saying that this, this Superman and the authority might be a conclusion to Grant's action comics, new 52. Wow. So it's like, wow, this has been sitting in the oven for quite a while. So <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm gung ho story should always dictate. Um, you know, it's, it's very interesting. So I guess I'm going to go off on a tangent if you don't mind. Um, I've been reading a lot of interviews with old creators and it's interesting because like, so I, I'm going to say an evil word right now. Comicsgate. Comicsgate doesn't get it. Like comics have always been about change. I mean, how can I sit here and be like, I don't want to see change when my favorite superhero green lantern is change is change. Yeah. You know, like how Jordan comes from Alan Scott, you know, like, okay. Um, now I do agree. Sometimes I've seen change in comics that just made no sense. Uh-huh. Um, you know, organic webbing with Spider-Man. I get it. The movie did it, but don't, don't take away from me the but comic it, books. Stuff you know? like that gets weeded out. Well, it gets weeded out, but sometimes things do stay and like, and I, and I do feel when characters get dismissed, I think that's also a bummer too, you know, like, this character may be popular, but they shouldn't just be, you know, that's a long story for a long time. But anyways, it was interesting because I was reading this art this interview with Julie Schwartz and even Julie Schwartz, like even, you know, writers and editors back then were like, look, we want to appreciate continuity, but continuity should be at max 10 years. And after that, it needs to be somebody else's comics. And it's like, wow, that's, that's you know, that's something else. And it made a lot more sense back then because you didn't have disposable income. You didn't have 30-year-old dudes going into a comic shop like you do now. Mm-hmm. You know, fathers and sons and mothers and daughters and everyone in between weren't sharing the hobby generationally. 
you know, so it's, it's very interesting. So I'm very curious to see how DC, cause I love what they're doing right now. Like with this next book, Superman red and blue issue five, uh, you've got a great Amanda Connor cover there. This is just pure adventures of Superman. Do they fit in continuity? Maybe, maybe not. That's great. Um, but then later on, also you'll you could eventually get someone like I don't know Gail Simone or Tom King or Jeff Johns. It's like, well, these are all the story points that I liked in all these different versions of this character, and I'm going to bring it all into one, right? Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like I, you know, there's there is play that way, yeah, where it's like, hey, let's make an a an amalgam of the character bequeathed from itself. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, nothing wrong with that because if if something comes along that is worthwhile, then add it to it. You know, like we mentioned last time, you know, Superman gained a lot from his radio show, mm-hmm. something that none of us is probably probably listen to you know like maybe we've heard the tagline you know faster than a locomotive that's about it uh, but there is a lot of growth that can come from these things so yeah so definitely good stuff there so check that out superman red and blue i can't wait i'm probably gonna have to cheat and do the trade on this one because there's been a lot of wild stories a lot of great artwork uh truth and justice issue six will be out so this adventure this takes on character struggles and and brings it forward and i believe this issue it looks like they're going to be focusing on damien so it'll be interesting what they'll be adding to his character all right so this is going to be a strange question but try and follow me with it i know that dick grayson is your favorite Mm -hmm. he's a favorite of the robins correct yes who do you think is the best written robin oh tim drake oh really yeah I, I mean, I, I love Dick Grayson, but the thing is, Dick Grayson, like for the initial part of his continuity, it's all he's just stuff, like, right? yeah, it's campy stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just, he's a victim of the time. Um, Jason's first appearance when he's a blonde haired circus acrobat and then he gets morphed into being Dick Grayson Jr. Uh-huh. was just awful. Uh, when Max Allen collins mac came along and revamped batman post-crisis and they did the whole second chances and this is the story where jason todd is stealing the wheels from the batmobile he got a little bit more interesting but, uh but the, the time period in actual years between that and, and his death is what oh god we're talking from so from his revamping to then yeah like maybe three years yeah. like 1986 Seven to 1989. God, so, so, so two years. So people thinking of him as Robin, it's more of you're remembering stuff that they've added in afterwards. Yep, exactly. Like you're, you're having this like, oh, all the new history that's been pumped into the character of Jason Todd. Because, yeah, he was dead longer than he was published. Um, but Tim Drake came in. And, I mean, one of my favorite stories, A uh, Lonely Place of Dying. Like it's the story where he is you know he's like trying to heal the wounds between dick and bruce and like you know he's the one who's like batman needs a robin uh and even then like i guess and then there's like an emotional beat to it so batman year three was one of was like the first comic i ever read of nightwing um i was looking through back issues and of course it was like year three and i, I found all four parts of the storyline <laughs> so i'm excited because i'm like i've got a complete story because that was sometimes the risk when you would buy back issues back in the day they don't, they're not gonna let you open it up of course they don't because then you're gonna be like oh i need to buy two issues <laughs> i'll put it back so i got part one through four and it was wild because in that issue in part one that's tim drake's actual first appearance like we see him in the stands watching Dick Grayson perform that night without his parents die. Uh, so, but anyways, he chose to be a Robin. 
He's a great detective and he's been written, he's been written amazing. Like, I just think he's the best. Um, and even then too, like, I don't, I don't know if you read this series and if you haven't, I like, I got to find a way to get it to you. But Red Robin, like that one was so great when he's like, no, Bruce is not dead. Everything's going to be okay. He challenges Rachel Ghoul and even Rachel Ghoul is like, you've done a good job. <laughs> Detective. And it's like, everyone's like, that. Oh my that. God, that's insane. So I think Tim is the, the best written Robin, the best Robin. That's, those are the titles I give him. Okay. That's, I was just interesting. I mean, cause now we're looking at, at like this truth and justice book is, is, is it about Damien Wayne? I understand that he's no, on the it's, cover. It's, it's more stories of, so it's more anthology complexity. Yeah. It's an anthology book and it'll, it'll hit certain characters. So I'm very curious, like, well, how do you get Damien up there? You know, like, does it play with the fact that he's a killer who became a hero? I don't know. You know? Well, I mean, if you break it down, like, he's the son of the, the demon's head, right? Grandson of the demon's the grandson, head, Grandson, yes. thank you. Yeah. Yes, uh, my bad. Uh, but, like, I feel like Rachel Ghoul is always about truth and justice, too. Just a different, more perverted version. Yeah. So, it's, it's like, the truth. I'm always going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I don't, yeah. ha- I don't have... I'm not keeping anything secret and justice is like, well, this guy stole from this guy. So obviously he gets killed. Like yeah. it's, it's, that's a good way of looking at so it. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the, I mean, and then obviously Damien's father, Bruce has to teach him a different version of truth and justice. Like the one that we're more acceptable of. <laughs> yeah. No. And that's, that's honestly a good way to look at it. I didn't, I didn't picture that because you're like that. I guess it's the, 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 the unique mystique about Rachel Ghoul. He's not your typical, like, I'm not here to rob a million dollars. I'm here to make the world a better place. And I mean it when I say it. It's just you won't like what you it takes like between my, my now methods, yeah. and then. <laughs> so I, I, I just had to go look up. Like, I didn't realize Damian Wayne was created in 2011. I felt like yeah, I feel uh, like he's older than that. But no, that's, I mean, yeah, that's only that was, 10 years. Yeah, because Grant Morrison, his Batman run. Oh. Yeah. When he when when they took over Batman, um, like I think it was. Because I remember it was what Batman six sixty six, you know that was yes. the Damien yep. issue. Yep. So it you know give twenty issues before that or something like that. When Grant Morrison took over, um, that one of the first things he introduced was Damien. It was like, oh, this is wild, you know. And even then, like, there's now I think okay, my, this might shed some light on why you feel like it's older. So if we go back to Kingdom Come, uh, Bruce had a son in that. Yeah, but that's the oh no, I was thinking of the. Night Star, aren't I? No, not yeah. That was uh, yeah, that was uh, Dick and Corey's child. No, but Bruce had a child. It's like Ibn Asnufin or something, you know. However, that's right. Rachel yeah. Ghoul, yeah. You know, however those words are formed, which is also yeah, the son of the bat. I right. think is what his translates into. So I mean, so maybe that is, is there yeah, argument that that's Damien? It's a good. There's a good yeah. a good argument that could be made there. You're yeah. absolutely because it's also it's Talia and his kid right yeah yeah yeah, so. and yeah and that's true that even goes all the way back to birth of the demon son of the demon like those <laughs> 1970s stories so he's old and new at the same time <laughs> all right we can get we can move on we can it. move on <laughs> so yeah so truth and justice issue six uh if we start looking at collected editions we've got batman the dark prince charming uh this was enrico maroni marini's uh trilogy i remember if i remember correctly being collected as one um one collection, very visual, striking art, so definitely check it out. Future State, Wonder Woman trade paperback will be out. 
And this will collect the adventures of our three Wonder Women as they are in the future state. Suicide Squad Case Files 1 trade paperback will be out. So this is timed just for the movie. So this way we can kind of have like a greatest hits of these characters and some of the adventures that they've been on. Who's that on the cover? I have no clue because they're just generic enough. There's no symbol. So I have... Yeah, it's a woman pointing a gun at us, and I have no clue. At, at first, I wanted to say it was Scandal of Savage, but like I figured they would have thrown a little bit more movie people. Yeah, well, well not just movie people, but like more like uh, wider recognized, yes. iconic. Well, that's, but more of Scandal's like iconic look, you uh-huh. know, with all the, the stuff that that Gail Simone and whoever the artist was at that time on their Secret Six. Yeah, but. Oh, so yeah, so that's that's there. <laughs> uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow, Volume One, Hero Metropolis. This is Robert Vendetti's take on Superman, and if I remember correctly, I believe these are uh, some of the Walmart giant comics oh, recollected. Okay. And then Wonder Woman, Lords and Liars. So uh, Max Lord, when he returned to comics, uh, just in time for the um, Wonder Woman movie. So if you want to see a different way that Wonder Woman and Max Lord could have squared off, then check this one out. So that's all from the DC side of things. Now, Wednesday, when all your other comics come out, but we're going to focus on Marvel. So we've got Alien issue five out. So Philip Kennedy Johnson plays well with Superman, and then he comes over here and plays with uh, Alien. So crazy, crazy stuff. Captain Marvel issue 30 will be out. Uh, So this will definitely talk more about her... Oh, I cannot think of the uh, doppelganger's name, the one that might be one of the Power Stones. Star? Star. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I think this issue definitely focuses on her. She's, so, she's, because she's also in the Spider-Man books, right? Like her and Spider-Man? I think she's kind of guest starred over there. Oh, okay. Like she might have done an arc or something, but yeah. But right now she's here and, and this is supposed to shed some light on it. So we'll, we'll definitely find because out. Because Captain Marvel books have definitely become a lot about Infinity Stones in the in the more recent years, right? They've definitely played with it, yeah. Like, I know she was one of the characters when they were getting ready for Infinity War when they did when they recycled that event uh-huh. for a, an old title for a new comic. Right. Uh, so she, she was like, oh, well, I'm going to get the uh, Power Stone from a different reality, which is weird because then it shouldn't it work. It doesn't work here, yeah. But, yeah. Comics. <laughs> uh, definitely a couple of variant covers out there. Uh, and then What's keep your eye out cover? for the Deadpool ones. Oh, it's her in War Machine. Is that War Machine armor? Wow, that is... It has to be, right? Yeah, it would have to be because that's the, they're, they're the couple. But that just does not look like armor. I almost thought it was uh, the big gun from the Ultimates. Uh, Black Marvel. Blue Marvel. Blue Marvel. I almost thought that was his costume. Like I don't know, the colors just threw me off because it looks more like a, a black and white instead of the gray yeah i mean i don't know i don't know what it's supposed to be yeah i'm not too sure (laughs) uh let's see extreme carnage is going on so get ready for phage p-h-a-g-e what the hell is Uh, phage another symbiote monster thingy uh, offspring so i don't know if you want to if you want to answer mitch's question definitely check out this book (laughs) and there are quite a few variant covers to help you figure out what is phase i want to see a little bit bigger so it's got claws like wolverine kind of well it's got the two claws the spikiness to it uh it's funny with that color motif it almost looks like dc's uh, major force with that yellow bottom and then red at the top yeah Uh, i have no clue like if this is a new character or what but it's out there 
Uh, Gamma Flight Issue 2 will be out. Al Ewing and Crystal Frazier are coming together to show us some more adventures of Canadians, and this time they will be dealing with Scar, son of the Hulk. I didn't know he was still around. Yeah, yeah, they play with him every now and then. It's funny how we have a lot of children starting to grow up in comics, you know? Well, Scar versus Damien. There they, you go. <laughs> I was going to say, they never let them like age appropriately. There's always like something that ages them up rapidly. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like You look at Bruce and Dick, and it's like, it feels like they could be more brothers than true. anything else nowadays. That's true. Yeah. All right. So Guardians of the Galaxy issue 16. This is a major one, folks. The Last Annihilation begins. Um, so definitely check this out. They've been hyping this up. I hope it's good. Uh, so far, Al Ewing has been doing good in my eyes. And they revealed it right away. Dormammu is going to be the main bad guy in this. So it's interesting because Dormammu sits more with the mystical side and Guardians are more the extraterrestrial. So are you getting peanut butter in my jelly? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, I do love this one, though. Uh, the variant cover for that Guardians of the Galaxy, the old school love. So it's it's... Nova like holding onto the wall as he looks at Gamora in her room holding onto Star-Lord's helmet. And then he's thinking, Gamora's so blinded by her love for Star-Lord. She can't see how much I love her. And it's like, well, actually, Gamora and Nova were the couple, but it was when Nova was dead and during Bendis's run, and then obviously they forced Gamora onto Star-Lord because of the movies, right. which did not make sense in the comics. Again, going back to some of those points. True. Not everything is a good fix sometimes, so yeah, but I don't know. I, I like Nova and Gamora better, so I hope I hope that relationship finally comes back. You want, you want Star-Lord to go back with Kitty? I don't know who I want him to go back <laughs> with, because Kitty just collects Peters. <laughs> Hey, but, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like, I don't know. Did if she I, ever go with Peter Parker? She did in the Ultimates. Ultimates. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, huh. So I don't know. I, uh, I This is a weird one. I don't want to take from your guy, but I almost feel like maybe Abigail Brand could be the way to go. Okay. Agent Brand, you know, like, all right. She, oh, know, to from, go with from to sword, go with Peter yeah. Quill. I was like, to go with Kitty? That's weird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to be Liana and Kitty. I think that's the big twist that's There coming. you go. Uh, well, let's see. All right. So jumping, uh, speaking of X-Men, so Marauders issue 22 will be out. So we're definitely going to be seeing some fallout from the Hellfire Gala. So get ready for the next phase, Inferno. So let's see what's going to happen there. Miles Morales, Spider-Man issue 28 will be out. So his clone saga is happening. So get ready for some of the fallout there. And will it be Miles or will it be somebody else at the end of this? And then here's the big one for the month. Moon Knight, number one. Jed McKay is bringing back our favorite crazy. You know, I don't know if we're going to see any of those uh, Moon Knight core post making their way to this book. <laughs> Random bullshit to go. But uh, yeah, Moon Knight's back and his mission is justice. <laughs> and a few months back, we uh, our, our podcast, we have issues on the Geekly Media uh, Network, interviewed Jed McKay. So go check that out. It was a, it was a really cool interview that nice. uh, Keith and Josue had. Nice. Yeah, he's a fun guy to talk to. So that's awesome. So yeah, and then of course, with it being a number one, uh, let's see if you know your alphabet. We're at least to letter H, and it's still going. So gosh, there's going to be so many. We're at J. Ooh, that J one looks interesting. Who's that? Elizabeth Torque. Torque, okay. Yeah, that's I, some I nice like, art. I like that. Uh, K. John Romita Jr. does L. And he got two. He got his and then virgin art. So you can get it twice. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, made it all the way to L. 
All the way to L. Yep. All right, let's see. New Mutants issue 20 will be out. I love the fact that, uh, oh my God, I should know this character's name. I can't think of him now. Kingpin? Uh, no, not Kingpin. <laughs> it's the one that they, they, they kind of, they have the same features. Um, he's that, oh my God, on the astral plane. Oh, he's that oh, metaphysical yeah, force. Yeah, yeah, The Shadow King. There you go, the Shadow King. So I love that he's up in play in this uh, because if I'm looking at that correctly, does that look like X-23 on the cover, right? It does. So uh, we just had Honey Badger was killed. In the Hellfire in, Gala. In the Hellfire Gala. So what's happening there? Why are we seeing the Shadow King? And there's also been hints of Onslaught coming back. So like what they're doing over at the, the Mutant line is amazing. Like I am so hyped because we've got some major name events coming. So it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. We gotta get Rafa back on here. <laughs> uh, Reptile number three is out. So if you want to see your adventures of the dinosaur boy, definitely check out his book. Savage Avengers issue twenty two will be out with the Ghost Rider of Past. So a Ghost Rider who rides a giant spider, uh, part two. I was sad that that wasn't just a one issue. Is that the one that that was in the Avengers one or one? No, BC he's the one that rides a woolly mammoth. Yeah, yeah. And don't don't forget all these. Circus-themed Ghost Riders now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, was it the original Ghost yes, Rider Circus Yes, but that theme? was okay because it was a motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> it was evil Knievel. <laughs> he was his own stunt show. Yeah, no, it's, they're all over the place now. Like, now we went from motorcycles to cars, and now we're getting animals. So I don't know until I see a... I want Ghost Rider flying a flaming pterodactyl. What, there we go. What if... <laughs> <laughs> what if Ghost Rider grabs somebody and gets a piggyback ride and that person turns into fire? Yep, you just see their skin melt. Oh, God, no. And then Johnny Blaze is like, ah, this is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, beware the Marvel handbook for all the entries they're going to have to enter. <laughs> uh, let's see. Regaining our senses of movement. Thor annual number one will be out. This is a big one. Uh, Aaron Cooter and Jed McKay team up to put Thor on some wild adventures that take us into the infinite destinies. So if you're following that storyline, definitely check this one out. Uh, I've heard nothing but good stuff so far. Like people, early reactions are sounding really nice. Uh, X-Men Legends number five will be out. So this time Peter David is back and he's brought in Todd Knack and they will be dealing with X-Factor. I almost had it all rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that actually, that one looks like a really fun one because I know Peter David did an amazing run on X-Factor when he took over and created a brand new team of mutants and you can't go wrong with Todd Knack art. So, Well, this is the... I'm probably wrong, but this is the same team that did Young Young Justice, right? Yes, you're wrong. Uh, I am wrong. Yeah, because I don't think Peter David embraces <laughs> characters after 1999. <laughs> he doesn't embrace characters. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen him with anything with Young Avengers. Because I know it was. Oh God! Because what is it? It's Greg. No. Oh, I can't. I don't even know if I've seen Todd Knack with. Um. Young Avengers. No, he he originally started off with Young Avengers. No, he didn't. Yeah, yes. No, you're drinking. I am not. Wasn't it? Uh, no. Well, Alan... not the original original Young Thank Avengers. Thank you. Okay, in the, yeah. the, the the JLA with no grown ups thing. Uh huh. But when they did the Young Avengers book, like 
it was Todd Knock. We're going to unfortunately have to settle this off, off <laughs> microphone. Uh, if those of you are listening, please pray for Mitch. <laughs> Send him good thoughts because I think he has a concussion. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> We're going to have to look it up because like, now you got me questioning stuff. I don't think... I mean, I, I'm probably wrong about the Peter David thing, but like, I know okay, Todd Knock did cut his cut his teeth on on young 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 Justice. Did I say Young Avengers? Yes, I meant Young Justice. Oh, okay, there we go. No wonder. Okay, yes, that's all right. Yes, Young Justice, uh, Peter David, and Todd Knock. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think you are right there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if we go to the other side of the fence, yes. Young Avengers. I'm I don't like, know why I said Avengers. I thought it, I I meant to say Young Justice. <laughs> Oh, there we go. So you're welcome for those three minutes of your life, fans. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's see. Moving along to collected editions. Doctor Strange Epic Collection Volume 1 will be out. Master of the Mystic Arts, which is perfect because we do have a movie coming. So if you want to go back to the Stanley Steve Ditko era and check out the original stuff, go for it. Generation X Epic Collection Volume 1 will be out. So this was when things got edgy and we were very much coming from the world of singles and we wanted our X-Men to be hip <laughs> and we were living in a world that was Gen X. So did, there it was. Did Generation X make it to the Hellfire Gala? I don't... I'm sure the characters did, but I don't think the there wasn't team a book name... Or yeah, yeah, they haven't. But think about this. Gen X is our first X-Men movie. Oh, God, don't say that. Oh, yeah. That's did you not guys, right. Did you do that in Journey into Mystery? We you did. did? All right, it's such then. a bad movie. Oh, sure it is. It's such a bad movie. I'm sure it's, it is, but... It's, it's still it's in there. the era of, like... Uh, because I don't think we actually had any... Well, no, that's true. I think we had the Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren at that point. Yeah. But like most of the movies up to that point were made for TV movies. And this was oh, yeah. this was a made for TV movie that was going to be a pilot for a, a TV series. And I remember in 19 blah, 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 whenever 1990, whatever, <laughs> when it was made and, and came out, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is an X-Men yep. thing. I get to watch this. It's yeah. going to be a TV series. And it, it never got Cyclops, made. You know, it's kind of like, OK. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. It's no, so horrible. horrible. But yeah, um, I've not heard anything about Chamber or uh, Skin yeah. or um, what was what's the Guthrie girl? Oh my God, one of the Guthries, woman. Husk. Husk. Thank you. I haven't yeah. heard anything about those characters in a while. So I I know. Uh, no, I was gonna say Cannonball was Generation X, but he was actually uh, New, New Mutant. Mutant. Yeah. So I think Chamber's your only successful one. I think he's the only one that people gravitated towards grabbing. Now, what's interesting, though, in this series, this is some good Banshee White Queen stuff because mm. they were the headmasters of that, you know, the caretakers of this group of students. Which is what it was in the movie, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did <laughs> keep that. So, yeah. So, I, it's hit or miss. Like, I, I remember this. This book made me buy Fantastic Force, number one, because <laughs> both of them were that chromium covers uh -huh. and i was like oh my god it's x-men number one and fantastic four number one of the modern age i've got it <laughs> I, I feel gross <laughs> walk away yep uh king and namer i'm sorry king and Namer. came in black namer will be out so kirk busek gives us a lost tell of namor and how he dealt with the symbiotes back in the day and how that leads to him fighting against them today so if you want to get some namer action definitely check that out Marvel Masterworks will be taking us to Captain America Volume 13. So we are at the Roger McKenzie era with some great Sal Buscema art. And Punisher Epic Collection Volume 4 Return to Big Nothing will be out. So this is the Mike Barron episodes. I think he's at the point of limited series, but I don't think he has his own 
ongoing series. And then another King and Black tie-in, uh, the Union Britannia Project. Uh, if you're British, I'm sure you hated this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't do so hot. And that's your spinner rack for both Marvel and DC this week. That is quite the spinner rack. So uh, a lot of issues in there to talk about if you uh, want to reach out to us and talk to us about any of the stuff that you read or are going to read. Let's talk about Black Widow. First off, thoughts. Were you happy in watching this movie? Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, um, right from the opening, um, the only thing, so I, I, I pegged right away. I was like, oh, this is, you know, what was that show? The Americans? Yes, you know, it like, was oh, very much the Americans. The Americans yeah. And this is this is how we see Wanda. Um, it, I, I found it funny that Wanda had Wanda? multicolor hair. Not Wanda. God, I'm still lost in the ocean. <laughs> Now I'm doing it. <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Natasha. Wow. Scarlet Johansson. <laughs> Scar- so Natasha, I found it funny that Natasha had the multicolor hair. Like right. Blonde with the blue mm-hmm. in it. Because first off, that wasn't a thing from that era. Like in the 90s, people really weren't dyeing their hair. Uh, secondly, you're undercover. You want to do everything you can to not stick out. So I, I found that to be an interesting flaw. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I love the way they played the family bit, how they escaped. Uh, and then it leads us right into tragedy. Mm-hmm. And I love, I, you know, Yelena's character was great because she was asking all the questions I was asking. You know, it's like, well, you knew about us. Why didn't you come back? And it's like, yes, thank you. You know, like, <laughs> you know, she was all ready to sell out secrets during the Winter Soldier. Like this, if I had pegged this to be like timed, I wouldn't have pegged it to be post Civil War. I would have pegged it to have been post Winter Soldier, because I think that would have probably been the, the the spark in her brain to be like, oh, I should go check all this stuff out. Um, but they did a great job. I kept expecting maybe Black Panther to come in and help her save the day. I love that that didn't happen. Nobody because, did. You know, yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's great is that it shows that she because they do make fun of it. You know, like oh, you're probably the only Avenger who has to take ibuprofen, and it's like oh, that's true. You know, like everybody else is powered except for like her and Clint. But, you know, like Clint doesn't have to care. He's like, I've always been a shield agent. I'm just True. here. And he's, he's um, he uses an arrow. So he's way far back. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he can dodge some of that. He's got a little bit more runtime. So I thought that was great. Um, they played fun with stuff. They, they they cycled stuff in from the previous movies. I felt like they stayed very nicely with their history. Uh, the conclusion, I'm happy because I think something that a lot of us were worried about with this film is... What's it going to undo? And it didn't undo anything. It added, which I think is great if you're going to inject into continuity. I mean, knowing knowing that the ultimate fate of Natasha in yeah. the MCU, did it in the fact that she's going to die once Infinity War comes about, or no, I'm sorry, once Endgame comes about, did this take away anything for you? No. In this movie? No. I Neither think, did it. Not to me yeah. either. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like this was a, a big issue. Yeah, like it... it it felt like it could have happened. Mm-hmm. Like if they had released it, you know, right after Civil War, and then it plays along, it would have been it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, like to me, like I, I think of like injected continuity. Like I look at, you know, two two that come to mind, uh, Ant Man. You know, and that opening scene when we discover that, oh yeah, they were the Cold War heroes. It's like, then where were you? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, now Hank Pym's even more of a jerk. Well, I mean, it's the whole, like, 
my wife got killed, so that's yeah, I'm going to stay away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it it, it makes sense, but it, you know, it yeah. doesn't. Uh, and then the other one is Captain Marvel. You know, like okay, here's this beeper. Anytime something happens, you can call me. <laughs> so uh, aliens yeah, attacking in New York, not big enough. Yeah. You know, all this a other giant stuff. wormhole <laughs> popping in with a bomb. Yeah, we're good now. No, yeah. But everybody's disappearing, and then all of a sudden, I'm starting to disappear. That's big enough. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's the moment. Uh, but this one, I think I think it handled it better. I think it was, like I said, a perfect injection. Like, you know, people love to make... Because I'm a fan of... I love release order. That's my way. That's my jam. Um, but a lot of people love to be like, oh, no. So, like, I think this fits perfectly. Like, whatever your order is, Civil War, Black Widow, and then whatever's next. I think it fits perfectly. In characters that we got introduced to in this. So we got Red Guardian. Yes, Red Guardian. Totally changed, but as we've been doing this whole month, like, these characters, they have history, but then they have nothing. Right. Um, so they're so fresh that it's like, you know, because I, I was learning, like, there's multiple Red Guardians. Yes, it's a mantle. You know, yeah, it's, it's a mantle. So it's like, okay, that's interesting. So the name that they use in the movie is Natasha's husband. Correct. So instead they make him the father, father. Right. right? Okay, well, whatever. You know, again, these are all titles. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed David Harbour's performance as Red Guardian. Um, you know, now I'm sure he's going to be bucking at it like, yeah, let's do more. You know, <laughs> Give me that Marvel body. Let's go. Let's go. You know, so I, I, I don't blame him. You no, know? no, no. He gets to keep the same body because that way I get to say I have a super soldier's body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm sure David Harbour is going to be, hey, you know, if I can get that regiment. Why not? You know? <laughs> it's fair. My name is Chris and I'm willing to act. Um, <laughs> but anyways, you know, so I, I thought he's a good addition. You know, um, everybody's already starting their articles like, well, he did fight Captain America, but he didn't fight the Captain America. So that could be interesting to see like, okay, maybe if we do some lost tales, you know, mm -hmm. something to that effect. Um, Iron Maiden. I can't think of her. her Melina. Melina. Uh, she was radically different. So she originally is a Iron Man foe, right? Well, no, she she is a Black Widow foe. Oh, she, is she? she appears in one of the Black Widow stories in one of the anthology books. Um, I'm sure she probably maybe made it over to Iron Man for like one or like she's another character that maybe has like eight comic book appearances. Right. But she did start with Black Widow. Uh, she was originally trying to kill Black Widow. As everybody is. Well, seriously, that's what's funny. You know, like Red Guardian's there to capture her. Iron Maiden's there to kill her. Yelena's there to kill her. And, take and the now name we're back. family. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're all family. Like you do with your family. <laughs> that doesn't say Christmas at all, right? <laughs> um, so, but I mean, it, it, it's a great group of characters. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Taskmaster. So, so uh, I was going to get to that. I was going to say Drake off <laughs> okay. first. Drakov. Uh, so he's the head of the the red room in this. Yeah, I don't know if there's a precedent for his character in the comic books. Neither do I. So yeah, I don't think so. You know. Like I think this is a name that they just like let's find the most Russian name that we can yeah, figure what out. Sounds and Russian and evil. would just there throw that go. in there. Yeah. And then we have Taskmaster. Yes. Yeah. A, I think of a very big character in this movie, but then also I have a bias. I'm a huge Taskmaster <laughs> fan, uh, and I feel like I feel I feel like a lot of the people that are jumping in there and being like, I've been a, t a fan of Taskmaster forever and they totally killed my character. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you've been a fan of Taskmaster forever, you really know that there's no history there. There's really not of the character. Everything that they try and set up, the next writer comes in and says, that was all bull. Like, yeah, that, that, that gets wiped away because that wasn't real. It was all, you know, kind yeah, of, I mean, I've seen Taskmaster go into the astonishing Ant-Man book and he was comedic. Yeah. 
Like he was a schmuck. And then all of a sudden, nope, let's put him back to that James Bond esque bad guy super spy or even yeah even he's 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 worked for hydra but he was he was actually undercover for shield at the time when in actuality he was for aim undercover in shield undercover in hydra (laughs) and it's 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 all kinds of different things and i the character is is just a character that i enjoy reading uh and and it's a it's a thing that they're going to keep changing up every time they they Every time the writer needs a different type of thing. Like, the most recent was, what, Secret Empire? He's the sheriff of Madripoor? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's he's keeping, quote unquote, keeping the villains in check there by yeah. taking their money, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. it's it's a, it's a care, and yes, big spoiler, they changed the gender. It's Dracoff's daughter. Right. Well, see, and, and this goes back to the, what we were talking about, though, like, the power set, though, that's where I got bummed. Mm-hmm. No, you know, yeah, it, this is yes, this was this would have been a cool introduction to quote unquote mutants. Yeah, you could have had Taskmaster be one of the first named mutants because his mutant ability is photographic reflexes. That anything he sees done, he can do. Yep. Watch Even if play he, the piano, now he plays piano. If he if he watches a Bruce Lee movie in Fast Forward, he now knows Bruce Lee's movies moves in Fast Forward. Yep. Like it's it's in the comic books. Like they they've written it that way. Yeah. Now they've made it more of a tech thing. Like yeah. I don't know. So I'm sure you got it right when you were watching it, Prometheus, right? Exactly. <laughs> like they're plugging the thing yeah, into the back of my her disc. Head. Load my disc. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Prometheus. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and more Prometheus than the actual Prometheus that we, or the Prometheus we, we got in Arrow, which is very strange. Show, that's yeah. Funny, yeah. So uh, I, it, sure, well, it's a it's a big change. Yeah. Well, but, but and see, well, and that's the thing. And again, like we like we, we kind of hinted at in this, like I hope they don't do that into the comics because part of me wonders, like, is that they chose not to because Echo's coming? Ooh. You know, with Echo, so she's very much got the same thing where it's like, if I see it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's she's deaf, so that makes it even harder. Like she might not be able to mimic entire things, or she's got that handicap. But that's what makes her an even stronger fighter because she overcomes it. Um, a lot of those scenes that we see in the Ben Affleck Daredevil film, those were originally done with Daredevil and Echo in the comics. Yes. Kevin Smith's or not Kevin Smith's, but when that era of comics continued, once Kevin Smith left, then it was Jimmy Palmiotti. Joe Quesada and maybe David Mack, I think might have been the writer, but they were the ones playing with that. So she's going to be getting her own Marvel show. Uh, she's going to be a character that's growing in all directions in the comics. She's the new Phoenix. Uh, so I wonder if maybe that's where they're like, ooh, those power sets are just too darn close. <laughs> and the funny thing so is, let's give Taskmaster a USB hole. <laughs> the, uh, the, other, <laughs> the only other time that I've seen quote unquote photographic reflexes being thrown out there as a, a superpower was in the TV show Heroes. Like there was a oh, character wow. in that show that had they they even called it that I believe they called it that, but she had the same thing. She watched like a uh, lucha libre wrestling and she was able to do some of those moves onto uh, people that were attacking her in her home. So I was very much uh, I, I, drawn I was ex- back to that. Yeah, I was very much brought, drawn back then. I was very much excited to see Taskmaster in this movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of what 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 heroes did you see her mimic? So I definitely saw Black Panther. Black Panther. We definitely I see Captain saw America. Captain America. I saw Hawkeye. We saw Black Widow. Uh, we see Black Widow. Yes. Um, so I want to throw this out there to you, and I know that I'm doing a, a big stretch. And anybody that's listened to any of the other podcasts on this this show knows that I've thrown it out there to other people. But I want to throw it out to you. 
there's the scene when she is fighting Melina and uh, Red Guardian right before she gets pushed into the gel cell. Uh-huh. And she kind of does this thing with her hand and the blade comes out the top of it, right? Uh-huh. It's very reminiscent of like Wolverine. Huh. Like, is that a nod to, hey, Wolverine and mutants coming? Or is that in like she's watched video of Wolverine do this? I hope so. Or is it more of a stretch and I'm just, it's like, uh, that's how you would do it if you had a blade in your hand. I, I hope it's a nod to Wolverine. I hope it's like, hey, they're there, you know? Because like I said, to me, I don't know. It's a cheesy fix, but you got to remember the guy in charge of the X-Men can warp your memories. This is true. You know, so it's <laughs> like, why not just be like, dude, we've always been there. It's just every time we do something, you guys celebrate us. And then 15 minutes later, you're hunting us down. So this is why we make you forget about us. You know, <laughs> that's but a good reason. It, it, you know, it's like, yeah, no, that school on Gray Malkin Lane. It's not a school. You know, so I would love that. You know, like, yeah, I mean, if we can have the red room floating above us, like a shield helicarrier, then, you know, why not? So, I mean, which I would love that, that she might not know where she's seen it, but she has that muscle memory reflex to do it. Yeah. So, which the other thing was the big thing that I had in my mind was like, you mean the red room has been floating around about in the air all this time. And like the other helicarriers that he, that, that, um, fury has in the air, hasn't seen them like right. once. Okay, sure. Uh, maybe they just aren't allowed to go into Russian yeah, airspace. airspace. <laughs> there you go. Those, those lines are very tight, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would just love. I want. I want a moment though, like Thor. Maybe when he's like, "Hey, I can fly." I just want him floating around and being like, "Oh, Russian shield." <laughs> it just goes along with it. Like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> One of the things I did want to throw out there is that there is a nod to an actual mutant in the in the com- or in the movie. Yes. Ursa Major. What do you know about Ursa Major? Giant bear. Giant bear. Is that his mutant power to turn into a bear? So I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know if it's... I, I, is it a man that turns it, into a well, bear? I don't know if it's a is woman it a, who turns into a bear. Oh, is it, well, I, in, the, in, I, the, in the movie, it's a man. Because yes, he, gets, he, yeah. he goes up to arm wrestle uh, uh, Red Guardian. Yeah, Red Guardian. Um, I You know, and I don't even know if... Like, so the way I've always taken Ursa Major, like it was always in bear form. So I don't know who's underneath it. Um, I, 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 so I, I don't know much about it, you know, but, um, so there was like, so it's like that, uh, Mikhail Ursus is the name. The so name, that would be a guy's name. Mikhail. Yeah. Mikhail. There we go. That's but, uh, I was thinking like, you remember in the X-Men comic book when like beast was feeling so down about himself. He's like, there's nobody else out there that's like me. And then he finds one and then he realizes that it was a cat that was mutated to have a human body as opposed to him who was a man who had got mutated to having a like a cat uh, something's or, coming to my mind yeah so like i was like is this a bear that just gets mutated to have more of a humanoid <laughs> look or something but yeah it sounds yeah. more like it's a guy well it's just it's it's basically sasquatch you know like, yes sasquatch hey, the canadians or have one or, yeah. beast is there for the x-men so we need a russian go with a bear why not bear you That's know it. yeah <laughs> So, um, but you're right. That, that was an interesting one that, you know, the actor is even like, I'm the first mutant. Ha ha ha. It's like, Hey, why not, man? Stake your claim to stay in the MCU. <laughs> what did you think of those action scenes? So like the, the, the prison break is the huge action, action scene. Oh, I enjoyed it. So I, I mean, one, it was fun seeing David Arbor 
arm wrestle everybody and like I think that must have been the one where he's like oh no oh no <laughs> yeah. no you're going to snap you know and the arm oh my god well, no that was a different one so it was the first okay. one the guy before him was like like it was a scrawny guy so I think he was just kind of giving him like yeah oh no it's good and then and then win but then uh, the big guy comes yeah, up and he's big like dude he's like I heard you didn't even beat the Captain America like Captain America was in the ice at that time yeah. and then all of a sudden he's like oh so you're calling me a liar and yeah. bam yeah. breaks his arm snaps at arm oh that was yeah. And then calls him a bear as he walks away. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was, uh, I thought that was great. Um, and so, and I love too, because they do give him an earpiece, right? So that's how he's hearing them. Mm-hmm. And I love that because then later on the callback, uh, Natasha, I just <laughs> want to say, you don't have earpiece. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. But it was so cool. I mean, like seeing the way they were fighting. You know, the, the, the helicopters floating around, the explosions going on. I mean, it, it felt unrealistic, but I'm watching a Marvel movie. Which I, don't need to. <laughs> I also, yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about that. But it was also weird is like at the beginning of the movie when he's the quote unquote American, uh-huh. you know, he's, he's so much more put together and like coherent and like uh, just, I don't know, a different person. And then. 20, 30 years later? What were we at? 30 gulag, years later? Yeah. Maybe it's just, yeah, after being yeah. in the gulag for that long, he's just gone a little nutso. So. Well, that's how I would take it. You know, it's just like there's probably been a lot of time in solitary confinement. You know, it's, it's yeah, it was just rather unfortunate the fate he was dealt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. At the beginning of the film, it's like, oh, he is, he you know, he's going to be the Chris Rod, Rod, <laughs> or uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, you know, like I'm well, well spoken, and this is gonna be fine. <laughs> and then later on, you know, oh, we drink, uh, you, it still fits, <laughs> <laughs> it still fits. Which is funny that she would keep it, like she kept it. Uh, <laughs> Melina, yes. How much are we supposed to celebrate this character that is definitely going along with a lot of, you know, oh what has happened? Is she. She has created the technology to to manipulate these young women. Uh, she has gone. Can't blame. You know, you have to take into mind. Remember that she's gone through the red room four times herself. She yes. was kidnapped. She is very much maybe even experiencing some Stockholm syndrome. Like she doesn't want oh, to go super against, super yeah. big time. Yeah. So it's. It, but she is very com- complicit in what has yeah. happened to these women. It's tough. I mean, it's. So obviously we're in the world of secret agents and spies. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you know, we're all we, we were gonna say in the other one, we're all villains here, you know. <laughs> um, so that 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 echoes to it. Like it's best to not think about it because, like, I don't know. Like the pig scene was like, dang, this woman's a jerk, you know. Like when she's just like, stop breathing, and 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 she's just acting perfectly normal while this pig is like, you know, dying right there. You're like, wow. Um, so it's one of those ones where it's like, just admire the character from when you meet her forward. Don't ask questions <laughs> about the past. Don't go anywhere else. Um, I At first, I, I really was hoping she was going to be evil because that would speak to Iron Maiden, which, by the way, so she makes her debut in 1983's Marvel Fanfare number 11. So that's so she's been around for a while, but again, maybe like five appearances. Um, but I really hoped that she was going to be turn healed. Like, okay, this is cool. Like, she's going to be the bad guy. She's going to live up to it. Part of me almost thought she was, was going to be Taskmaster. Yeah. From the trailers, that's what I was like. Because they was don't like, show okay. much of Rachel Weiss in those trailers at all. So yeah. I was like, she's going to be Taskmaster. But then once Taskmaster is showing up in that helicopter, I was like, oh, oh. No, because okay, we can't be too yeah, Exactly. You know? So... Uh, that's when I drip, jumped onto the Antonia Dracoff thing. I was like, oh, well, then it has to be Antonia because it makes sense story-wise that yeah. the sin of 
Scarlet or Scarlet Johansson, Natasha's <laughs> past would come to haunt her now. Yep. And I think that's a great way that they dealt with that. Like Natasha's like, I did a super wrong to you. Like, I'm not going to kill you this time. I'm not going to do yeah. it. You know, I'm not going to hurt you. This is up to you. Like it, it's whatever it is. I'm going to let you out and you're going to try and kill me, but we really need to get off of here. Like, <laughs> No, I like that recognition. I like that they actually spoke it, you know, because it's like, there are some cases where we've seen the hero do somebody wrong, and it's like, ah, whatever, I'm the hero. I'm the hero, you know, but in here, here they actually played it like, okay, I'm going to, and I love that she calls it, like, I'm going to open this cage, you're going to get out, you're going to try to kill me, but everything's falling to pieces right now, you know. Um, so I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was greatly handled. I appreciated it. Uh, it it. It didn't demean my intelligence to the situation. I, I don't think so. Way. So I liked that. I liked that it played to the reality because it's like, you know, because most of the time we do see supervillains like, well, then if I'm going to die, I'm taking you with me. You know, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Like, yep. Hey, I'm going to fall. <laughs> Let me grab you by the ankle. You know? <laughs> uh, so I thought that was that was well played. Um, but yeah, I kind of I, I really was I with Melania, I was thinking like, OK, there's going to be more to her. Um, but yeah, again, and especially too with like the whole like it feels like her pig technology is what leads to even taskmaster. So it's True. Kind of like, okay, this yeah. could be something. Um, but yeah, I was very surprised that she stayed on the good people side. I think, um, I think going forward with the quote unquote black widow franchise of the MCU, uh-huh. obviously we're going to be following Yelena. Like we yeah. even, the, the after credit scene is Val coming up and being like, Hey, you want to talk to the person that, or you want to take out the person that killed your sister? Because Who's gonna really know what happened up on up on that planet, right? Yeah. Only only Hawkeye actually knows, and everybody else is, just knows that she had to die so that they can get the Soul Stone, right? Yeah. That's really there's, the only there's thing. Nothing, you know. So even the the gravestone that that Yelena's at doesn't have Natasha's body in it because it's still sitting in a crater at the bottom of that mountain yeah. on Vormir. Vormir, yeah. yeah. So sending her after uh hawkeye which is odd this 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 movie it's in credit scene is pointing to a tv show right it's not pointing yeah. to the next movie it's pointing to a tv show which just shows the credit that all these things are going to be intertwined even more so yeah. um i think that the character of red guardian and melina and uh maybe even taskmaster is going to show up in more of the black widow stuff like we're probably going to get a black widow 2 a black widow 3 yeah, uh, especially with all the quote unquote black widows that are out there now, because all of them are being going to get freed, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, like it, it. It would be smart to do something with those characters. I mean, make a team. Give us the red guard. You know, give us the red guard, and then let's let's see what happens there. Um, you know, I I, I definitely want to see them play more. I want to see more happening. I know right now, even in the comics, like Jason Aaron's Avengers, he's having them like the red guard is coming after She Hulk. That's why we're going to have World War She Hulk. So oh, it's like okay. okay, there's there's definitely play there. I mean, what um, happens if you go if they go after uh, or if they go to free one of their Black Widows? And she's freed. She gets to think for herself, but she's still like, nah, I, I'm okay with what they were having like me do. I like what we did, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with killing and, you know, being an assassin and all this stuff. Like, so what happens when you have to go up against someone that is... Yeah, is drinking the punch, you yeah, know? yeah, so to speak. Yeah. So. No, I think that and that leads itself to like, okay, this is good character stuff. Um, I don't know if I could necessarily see it seen going in the movies, but I definitely think a Black Widow show would mm-hmm. be great. You know, like it, it could definitely lead itself to there. And it's like, okay, let's see how this stuff really plays out because that's going to be the big question. Will, will Melina want to 
and the red room. Like, will the three of them come together and be like, okay, let's for Natasha, let's, let's put this thing down. Let's put it down all the way. Uh, even then with the time lapsing, like to me, I don't feel like that was the first time Yelena and Val met. Like they just seemed too chummy. So it's like, huh, what other jobs has Yelena done for Val? You know, and even too, as we talked to when we did a uh, Yelena's one Oh one, you know, could she be augmented now? Maybe she's got super adaptoid powers and it's not too far of a stretch from what they've been doing with Taskmaster. So it's like, Hey, maybe some other robotics are in her and she gets those upgrades, you know? So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of threads that could be tugged to take us in a wild direction. I think that this movie, um, didn't go in the super spy way that I thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to be more spy craft than anything else, but I love the way that it went. I love the family aspect of this, the whole, you know, when the, the four of them get to the, or even just the three of them, it's like when it's the Yelena red guardian and Natasha all together and they're bickering as if they were still <laughs> a family and they have been a family for all this time. Uh, and then you get to Yelena, you know, Melina being like, Natasha, don't, don't slouch. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's very much the, the, the family aspect of this that you, you wanted to see. So I was, I was happy with this movie. Is it the best MCU movie? No, not for me. Sorry. Yeah. It could be for somebody else and that's totally fine. Yeah. Also not the worst. Like there's a lot oh, of, no, there's movies. been, there's been worse stuff out there. Yeah. Like I guess, you know, so I want to throw this on your radar and just because we watched it recently, X-Men 2. So I did feel a little bit of callbacks to X-Men 2 with the whole like, I don't know, just with the serum. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like you're it right. Kinda, yeah. It, it made me feel that vibe again. I was like, huh. So I feel like I, I feel like they learned some lessons from X-Men 2 where it's like, okay, if we have this Mind power control. enhancer, then what's the key? What's a better key for escaping it instead of it just being like, oh, they kind of phase out, you know? So I, but it, there were some moments where I kind of was like, oh, you know, that, that took me back to like, <laughs> I give her Drake off to just grab somebody by the neck and like start dipping some stuff on their <laughs> neck, you know, like, oh, okay, we could see this happening. But, but you are right there. I, the, the, the spiness wasn't as much there. Like I was reading an article and somebody was saying like Moonraker, there's a lot of, there's of, a lot of Moonraker and there's a lot even, of Moonraker I mean, and the they even had it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought that was cool, but I didn't quite get that. You know, obviously Moonraker's in space. This isn't. But I will say, though. I mean, they get pretty high. Oh, yeah. No, but I will tell you what. There were times in my seat where I was clenching, you know, as oh, they were yeah. falling. Because part of me is like, I mean, how is how is Natasha going to do this? Like, how is she going <laughs> to escape this moment? Because she can't fly, you know? And I was just like, Oh, you were just crap. expecting Iron Man to come in at that moment to grab her. Right. Dude, I was waiting for black Panther on all honesty. I was kind of like, just because like in the way my mind saw it, like even though she zaps black Panther and then that's how Bucky and, and cap get away. I can see like, you know, I can definitely see him like, cause then that leads to Chala on the path to getting there to get uh Baron Zemo. So I could almost see him like at that point where it's like, I'm kind of glad you did what you did. You know, like there's no, there's no, there's no bad blood between us. And, you know, with him like, yeah, let's put Bucky in a test tube and let him go to sleep. Cap, you can hang out on Wakanda and I'll make <laughs> you these cool bear shields. You know, <laughs> I could almost see him kind of like, here you go. Here's your little 
black Nokia phone that you can flip open and call me if need be. So I don't know. I just, I kept waiting or even, you know, some other Wakandans to pop in and help out. I don't know. I just kind of like, that would have been, that's where my mind went. If anybody in the black, in the, the, the Marvel cinematic universe is going to come save her, it would have been the Wakandans. And, uh, early reports, uh, in the, in this movie was that, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was going to show up again. as yes. Tony Stark. Uh, I think I've heard now that, the scene that he was in or the scene that they used him in was cut. Like, I can't imagine that's true. I don't know why you cut Robert Downey Jr. Well, I just, I, if you had to get him in the movie, like you had to pay a lot to get yeah. him in the movie. So I can't imagine that they actually cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I heard a lot of talk like, yeah, oh, it's, it's there. It's shot. It's there. And it's like, no, it's not <laughs> BS. Cause yeah, you don't like, oh yeah, here's, here's one of our main architects of the movie and cut cutting floor. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. So, uh, it sounds like we both still enjoyed the movie quite a bit. And, oh, yeah. uh, we're looking forward to what they do more. Uh, obviously, she, when she shows up in Hawkeye, it's going to be super or hero versus hero fight, which is also weird, right? To think of Yelena Belova, uh, Belova as a hero in the MCU as opposed to the villain that we usually know her in the comic books. Yeah, she's so, a whole whole new uh, character to her. Yeah, I know? mean, is in in the fact that she's talking to Val and obviously been working for Val. Yeah, does that mean she is part of a maybe thunderbolts or uh dark avengers that's coming up yeah no exactly like i'm very curious to see like okay you know what what's what's her new ledger look like you know what's what's in it i mean even as she's uh, val is the counterpoint to nick fury because yeah. even in the comic books they were uh a couple lovers yeah and then in the david hasselhoff nick fury movie they're they're lovers uh <laughs> she is going around just like in the in the beginning of the mcu picking up people being like i need to talk to you about the avengers initiative right kind yeah. of thing so uh i'm i'm excited i'm excited about what they do further on with these characters no it definitely it has me excited um i mean i was looking forward to hawkeye just because i love the dave asia matt fraction run mm -hmm. and i feel like there's going to be a lot of sampling from that right but i felt like this was going to be like the father-daughter show mm. you know now you're tossing in Russians and Black Widows. <laughs> I'm even more hyped. So yeah, it it it's got me excited. I can't wait to hear more news on that background. All right, folks. If you have anything more to say about Black Widow, please reach out to us. I'm on Twitter as at Mitchapedia. G E M G E M stands for Geek Elite Media. Chris, where can people find you online? You can find me online on Twitter as stuff I should say should being spelled S H U D, and then check out my writings on GeekEliteMedia.com and AIPTComics.com for my reviews. The rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geeklymedia.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash geeklymedia. You get exclusive things that you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And we just did the episode of Reimagine If for this uh, week. You can find it there. We're talking about the last episode of Loki. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Imagine If on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek out. This concludes our broadcast. 